everybody. Welcome back to the Fast Break. I'm your host, Drew Ambergie. Thank you to everybody who tuned in for the NBA West Overs Unders podcast. Right now, we are doing the East Over Unders uh, for the season. And I am joined by my friend Sterling Retke. We went to high school together. I figured it'd be good to have him on. He's the most degenerate gambler I know. Um, and so he's definitely going to know the lines on these ones. And, uh, you know, it's going to it's going to affect his pocketbook, whether these are accurate or not. So I figured might we will have somebody that has something on the line. Sterling, how are we doing? I'm doing great. Uh, Self plug. I also host Backseat Quarterbacks, a little football gambling podcast. Uh, here's the thing. I have a lot of over-unders in this. My biggest bet is the Western Conference Kings over 34 and a half. I really love the Kings this year. Uh, but the Eastern Conference, listen, I got money all over all over these teams, all over. And uh, there's a difference of me having a house and not. So let's hope I keep a roof over my head. Let's win some money. Let's do it. Let's do it for the kids, even though he's a, a doesn't have any kids. Um, yeah, no. If you, if you guys listen to the West uh, over under podcast, you know that I was pretty much a lock on the Kings as well, too. Of course, they go out and they lose last night. Um, so that mm. was them off to a hot start over the Blazers. Now, I did take the Blazers over as well, too. Um, I was one of the few people that actually does kind of believe in that Blazers team to be like an eight seed. So um, I've felt like a lot of people have taken the under on that one. Some people are thinking that they're going to um, – they're going to sell, maybe tank by the half of the year, send Dame on to greener pastures. But I actually thought um, that with the additions of Jeremy Grant, you know, Simons, I think they can actually patch something halfway decent together. And I don't think Dame will let him tank. So, and I think he wants to stay. And God, if you have a guy that good in Portland, might as well keep him around. So, but we're here today to talk about the East. And just like we did last time, we're just going to start at the top the highest overs and go to the bottom. Um, and so we're starting rightfully where we should at the Boston Celtics. Um, of course, some people listening know that that is my team. Um, and I was, you know, coming at it with like a non-biased opinion. And I went first off with the under slight under, of course. And the reasoning for that was Ud- Udoka, a lot of drama with that. He's gone, obviously. Who knows? Might be a might be a pervert. Um, and Robert Williams, he is going to be out for at least a little bit. I don't know how long. Um, timetable isn't fully sold on that one. Um, it's not going to be the whole year. I don't. He'll be he'll be back. I think within what what are we thinking? Like a month? I think it's two months. I think it's two, two months, months. Two months. Um, and. You know, after I watched the game last night where they did beat the Sixers, which was an impressive win, uh, Tatum and Brown went off for 35 each. Um, Vonley is going to be an issue at center. I don't know if you watched any of that game. Um, no, I won't watch all of it, baby. Something's yeah, minus two and a half. But the, yeah, there we go. But the backup center issues and an aging Al Horford is going to be a problem. Um, I don't know. We'll see who's available. Um, if they want to get some depth there, there's some options. There'll there'll be somebody available. We'll see. Um, but so I actually went under, and then Sterling delayed the podcast by a half an hour. You piece of shit. And uh, no, I'm just kidding. But and I reconsidered. I'm actually going to take the over now. I think okay. it, I think they can hit 54, 55 wins. 
they're kind of a veteran team now, slightly like aging towards veteran. It's weird because, you know, just a year or two ago, we're so young, we're so young. And now it's like, well, we're kind of not that young anymore. Um, you know, I, I like this team a lot and I thought about it and it changed over last night, but I think the Brogdon addition is actually going to be enough to overcome the Williams loss. Uh, I really like him. I think Tatum and Brown are going to be a little bit better. I know what I'm getting out of Marcus Smart, and I I like this team. And I'm I think they can go 54. All I got to do is get to 54, and I think I'm bad at math. 54 and 38, which I think is totally possible for this team. They had to go so balls to wall throughout the end of last year um, that I think some time off is going to be good for them. And I like them on the over. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I got Boston over okay. uh, for a few reasons. Number one, Udoka being out is a big loss. Although I don't know how much uh, coaching matters after the system has been implemented. And uh, he's been there for a year. I know that's not a long time. Uh, but this team defensively last year and offensively, they were the best team in basketball through the second half of the year. I mean, it's one game. I hate doing overreactions in one game. I have a few coming up, especially with Brooklyn. But uh, uh, yeah. the benefit of doing an over-under podcast after the season's already started is you get, you get to do a little overreaction there. <laughs> uh, I like – I mean, Tatum, 36-1 to 1 to win MVP. Uh, that seems like something where there's a ton of value there. And, you know, I don't think he does. I think people like Giannis, Jokic, Luka – are better players than him. I mean, if Boston wins 55, 56 games, one seed, and he averages 30, which is within the realm of possibility. Uh, I think Boston can, Boston could be the one seed again. And I think they're going to win 55 games and Tatum can win MVP. He's great. I like Jalen Brown. I know a lot of people think Jalen Brown might be a uh, trade piece because of the contract situation, them not being able to give him the max deal when the, when the, when the stuff goes up, but guess what? We're not talking the future. We're talking the present baby and Boston 54 and a half or 53 and a half. It seems like a blow by, I think 55, 56 East is good. Give me Boston over. Boom. Yeah. I like it too. Um, I think Jalen Brown, you know, he, I don't know what else he could have worked on in the off season besides his handle. And I have, Faith, I, I have faith in him that that's what he worked on the offseason and that'll be better. And you know what? Something just clicked halfway through the season last year. Ime Odoka instilled a toughness. I think that carries over into this year. And I think they're still able to coast to a lot of wins. And I will say this. I actually think Missoula might be a pretty good coach. So I think it's actually not going to be. He was on the staff. It's not like we're doing full new coaching staff. No. At this point, these guys are veterans. I think Missoula, we'll find out, um, you know, you know, maybe a future coach of the year. Just kidding. But uh, we'll see on that one. Okay, on to the Bucks. One game lower, 52 and a half. I'm going to slam this over. Um, they've been a historically great regular season team since Giannis and them have hit this peak. Um I think last year was kind of weird for them. They obviously don't want to match up with Boston in the second round again. That I think that's a priority for them. Giannis, I think, is going to want to get back to MVP level. I think he's going to want a third MVP, prove like, hey, I'm still the king right now. Uh, Middleton, he's going to be healthier. Lopez is now going to be healthy, which is, I think is underrated addition. I do like the addition of Ingles, too. Now, we're going to only be back <clears throat> halfway through the season. 
but I think he provides them some serious size on the outside, and he's a pretty decent defender. He'll be able to take on other big uh, wing players. So I think that actually is a really good addition for them. And I like Bochamp. I think he was. Oh, good. Yeah. I think he was a good pick. And you know the rest of the team stays as is, and I think they got a lot to prove. I think they're really unhappy with finishing, uh, or only making it to the second round last year. So yeah, the seeming con- over. The- they only have to go. Uh, they only have to go fifty three and uh, what is it twenty nine. So I yeah, mean, that's uh, I think that's easy for them. Or fifty three and twenty. Yeah, whatever. That's twenty nine. Yeah, it's good. I I agree. Uh, the seeming consensus is that they would have won the finals with a healthy Middleton. That's probably true. I'm I mean, a Celtics fan, and I'll admit that. Yeah, I mean, uh, Grant Williams uh, turned into Ray Allen and Larry Bird in the game seven. So who actually Giannis knows? Giannis stopper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, Milwaukee, you know, Giannis is Giannis. Is Giannis. Uh, I kind of disagree with the third MVP only because I don't think he's going to play enough minutes. I know that they've, they kind of limit restrict him because they blow a lot of teams out. Whether that's fair or not, you know, one would consider. But I, I, I love Giannis. I think he's like the most lovable superstar in all of sports. Um, Holiday, Middleton. You're right about the Eagles pickup. I, I I think this seems good. I'm gonna go over here. Uh, here, kind of how I'm doing this. And I didn't bet Milwaukee for what it's worth. I bet Boston. I didn't bet Milwaukee. But for what it's worth, um, I think the really good teams are gonna be really good, and the really bad teams are gonna be really bad. And uh, that's kind of what you'll see throughout my picks here. But Milwaukee's gonna be one of the really good teams, and uh, if they're able to, they they have the continuity of the last couple of seasons, and so this is a team that's not going to sneak up and surprise. It's going to be consistently good. They played the Sixers tonight plus four. Uh, don't know when this podcast is going out, but yes, I slammed the bucks plus four. You're giving me four points against Harden and Embiid after what I just saw out of them. Come yeah. on, there. Give me Milwaukee 52 and a half. They're going to start out one and oh, and uh, coast coast into coast into the over. Well, yeah. And this is what I said um, on my West pod is that I have more overs than I do unders. Because I think a lot of these lines for most of these teams, I mean, it's Vegas. They're really, really good at this. So I think a lot of these lines are really close to these teams. But you're going to see at least four to five teams in each conference just pack it in halfway through and try to get Scoot, try to get Victor. Who's the third guy? I can't remember. What are you saying? Oh, uh, oh, the third guy in the draft. I don't know. I know. Uh, that there's well, the, there's some guys. guy that people are like starting to turn their heads around to. It looks like it's going to be like a three guy draft. Um, and obviously, Victor looks like potentially, you know, <laughs> the greatest ever. prospect since LeBron James. So there's going to be teams packing it in if an injury doesn't go their way. So I think that some of these unders are going to be way under. And that's why there's going to be a lot of slight overs um, compared to most regular seasons. All right, let's move on to the – oh, I got to sneeze. Oh, okay, it's gone. Wait, is it? Whew, okay, it's gone. And it's weird. We're going into winter. I've been sneezing like it's fucking springtime out here. What's going wow. on? Global warming. Um, all right, 76ers, uh, 50 and a half. I'm going to go – even though after what I saw against the Celtics, I am still going to go a slight over on them. Because all they have to do is go 51 and uh, and 31, which I think is possible for this team. I do love the roster. I think Simmons being gone helps a lot mentally. Um, I like Montrezl Harrell on this team. I like the pickup of Daniel House. 
Korkmaz, uh, DeAndre Melton, Shake Milton, Niang, the minivan. And uh, yeah, so I like this team. I think they're going to be really deep. I think they had one of the better off seasons in the NBA, and I think they'll be able to end up 20 games over 500. I think Embiid's going to be awesome. Harden, I, I mean, he looks better than he did last year, at least. Um, and so I think he's going to take it more seriously because I think he does know that, like, hey, if this season doesn't go well, like, you're, people are going to be out on you, bud. Next contract's going to be $5 million. You're not going to be able to make it rain at the strip clubs like you want to. Um, so I'm going to go over. I think Harden does have a good year, is in that race for probably third team all-NBA. What, what are you thinking on the Sixers? Um, I know a lot of people are in on the Sixers, and this is the best uh, analogy I can think of. So oh, and I, P.J. Tucker. Yeah, I don't – that's that's fine. I, I am under <laughs> – and here's the reason, okay? I play a lot of tennis. I'm a generally chubby guy. If I lose 20 pounds, am I magically able to regain some skill at tennis? No. James Harden, he's – it's number one, he wasn't fat. He just had a little chub on him. It's not like he's just going to now all of a sudden be back to where he was in 2017. It's his skill has diminished. He, he's now – he's been getting injured a lot. He used to be Mr. Uh, – he used to be like Lou Gehrig, okay, playing every game. And then uh, and then he uh, – He's got know, ALS. Yeah, then he got a hell us. No, he got a hamstring issue. The hammy thing was uh was persistent. Mm-hmm. Um, you watched last game. I know it's one game again, not overreacting. But James Harden, I just don't think it's there anymore. I don't think he's a top ten guy in the league. I think he's you know borderline top twenty. Um, really, if this team's gonna go over, it's because of Maxi and Maxi taking the leap. Yeah. And if Maxi's the second best player on this team with Embiid doing what Embiid can do, um, yeah, the over's possible. The PJ Tucker signing. That doesn't move me at all. You know, I mean, like, what are we doing? He's he's 38. He can't shoot. He's a he's decent at perimeter defense, but he doesn't move like he used to. Uh, on those Houston teams, you know, every time that PJ Tucker would be out there, it'd be like they're playing four on five on offense. And when Harden's basically playing as two people, that's fine. But you know what that Houston team did? Never won a finals, never made a finals. And uh PJ Tucker doesn't move the needle for me. If Embiid stays healthy. And if Tobias Harris can do something decent and James Harden is actually able to not to, to keep the hamstring issues at due and Max stays asleep, yeah, this team's going to go over and can win the finals. I don't know if that happens. And so I'm I'm kind of on the under here. I really think that a lot of people are, are reliant on Harden finding something that he once had, but it's not – again i don't think it was a weight issue or a care issue i think that is just like you know he's a little washed up now i disagree with the five million a year contract he's still going to get paid because he's still he's still able to do 20 and 10 every day because you could he can sleepwalk into that but the james harden that's averaging that's putting up 40 every night on like two weeks straight that guy's gone and uh I, if people are expecting that then they're going to be disappointed with the Sixers. so i'm going to slightly under still a talented team but just not the team that I think uh, I think uh, a lot of people are thinking is going to happen. True. Good point on 90, 92% of the money is on the over for Philly though. Yeah. 92%, which that's, you know, on, never yeah. Good point on Maxi. Um, it really is dependent on him, like taking another step up, which I think he will this year. Um, yeah. Tucker's a non-factor, but also, you know, sometimes basketball kind of is about chemistry and mm-hmm. I do think that, like, you know, when you replace a guy like Ben Simmons and you bring in guys like Tucker who are good for, like, chemistry and toughness of a team, that stuff can slightly make a difference. But 
I also did like your point that if there's a team that could be just destroyed by injuries, like Embiid comes down wrong, Harden's hamstring acts up, you do have like you got some age on this team, like some mm-hmm. team, which on one hand, you know, it's kind of like a, some of these guys like last chance to really make a run while they're still good, good. And but there's also the chance that this team is decimated by injuries and they win 30 games. So we'll see. This is the most volatile over under. Um, but I'm still going to take a slight over here. Nets, uh, same as the Sixers, 50 and a half. I am going with the under. Now, I am going to be honest. I'm a little biased from last night. They did uh, lose to the Pelicans. Now, I do love the Pelicans this year. Mm-hmm. Pelicans are going to be awesome. But they lost at home in game one, and it wasn't a good look. And um, I just don't know where how they're going to stop anybody. You know, you got KD, old. You got Kyrie, never been that great of a defender. They lost Bruce Brown. I mean, and look at this. You're going to rely on Harris, TJ Warren, 34-year-old Patty Mills. Like, I just don't think these are guys you can trust day in and day out. Now, can this team in a playoff series go off with the high-end talent they have? Of course. I wouldn't want to play them in a playoff series just because there is Kevin Durant on that team. But do I trust this team to bring it game in and game out and finish with 51 wins? Absolutely not. (laughs) Well, I'm going to go under on these guys. What are your thoughts? Uh, David Duke. So that's (laughs) – can't name your son that yeah. uh the, the the nets i mean it's impossible not to watch that first game and say like wow this team really sucks ben simmons oh ooh, hey. that was awful he's hey. terrible kyrie irving doesn't care about basketball he doesn't want to play basketball yeah he doesn't care and durant he does care about basketball but the thing is is he requested a trade and basically said i want steve nash gone and tried to use a bargaining chip and uh, their owners are like, nah, no, it's okay. And then he's like, okay, I'm not getting traded, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna reluctantly stay here. The team does not like each other. Durant should never have gone to the Nets. He should have honestly stayed in Golden State and forced Draymond out because I, I promise you that would have happened earlier if need be. But whatever, we don't need to, we don't need to go into three years ago. Going to the Nets was always a mistake, and teaming up with Kyrie. I don't know. I've watched Kyrie play, um, his whole career because you know he's been in the nba since we were what sophomores in high school juniors or i was a junior or sophomore whatever it might be or yeah. a little before that whatever he's literally a, a blowing up for the last three places he's gone his entire career everywhere he's gone believe me as a celtics fan god i know i'm so out on Kyrie. i have been so out on Kyrie since 2019 but continue. i'd rather have russell westbrook than Kyrie right now because at least westbrook i know i'm getting bricks but i know i'm not getting locker room issues Kyrie doesn't want to play basketball. It's he's gonna retire and he's gonna move to the Himalayas. Okay. He's gonna become a shaman. It'd be a patchouli I, I, farmer. Yeah. Kyrie is a phenomenal basketball player when he actually tries. He just doesn't seem like he cares or tries. And as soon as as soon as his care goes away, and I know what he'll say is he does care, right? Because he's like, duh. No, I don't really care about basketball. But it's like it just doesn't, it just doesn't move me anymore. And this Nets team is a disaster. Uh, Katie, while still being Kevin Durant, is no longer the solo guy that can do it all. And I mean, you watched last season, right? Even in the, I mean, the playoffs against the Celtics, they just looked overmatched. And uh, Durant didn't even play well in that series, but 
the year before seemed like it was going to be that year or never. And that yeah. foot on the line thing, you know, oh. that that's had a, that's, that's going to be the end of that. And I don't what think, Durant's gonna, yeah, I don't think Durant's going to be a, uh, I don't think Durant's going to be a, um, a major like MVP type player anymore. Uh, just the regular season for these guys, uh, for, for these people that have been in the league for, for 10, 15, 20 years for LeBron, it seems like it's getting like, they don't care about the regular season that much. And for these over unders, um, they're going to have to care. So I'm going under on Brooklyn and I think they're going to be a 500 team. So I think the under is pretty safe. Yeah. I think this under is going to be safe here. And look, Kevin Durant, all time player, but when the announcers, did you hear the announcers last night say that they thought that Kevin was still the best player in the NBA? I was absolutely floored. I mean, I get I, their jobs. You got to say they, yeah, that's a fireable offense. That's that, I mean, you might as well have said a slur on TV. I mean, I was like, <laughs> get it. the guy's awesome. You know, in any single game, you can watch him and be like, wow, this is one of the, most beautiful offensive performances I've ever seen in my life. But Mm -hmm. to to say he is the best player in the NBA still, I don't know. Maybe they just, maybe they just wanted to get on his good side. So he would hop on their podcast or something. I don't know. But that was cool to me. I said, he is nowhere near Giannis right now. um, Who is my best player, but okay. Nets. Yeah. Durant's on top five. Yeah, he's on top of five. Nets safely under. Let's move on to a little bit more of an interesting one, the Heat. So now their over-under is 48 and a half, which number one seed in the East last year. I'm going over just because I think 49 and 33 is achievable. I think that was actually a little bit low for them. Now, I know they got some – They they're, there's always a lot of storylines and there's injuries with them. But I'm going over because guess what? Last year it seemed like what like they weren't even playing that well, and they were still the number one seed. So if they can actually stay healthy now. Jimmy's going to miss his 20 games, and Bam, we'll see. But you know, just because of the Heat culture, I think you know they still have one of the best head coaches in the league in Spolstra. Counts mm-hmm. for at least in the NBA on a regular random Wednesday that accounts for like five wins. Honestly, having like a really mm-hmm. good coach. Um, I do, I think, you know, Hero's still got talent. He's still got a lot to prove. He's got to go out and still basically prove that he earned that contract. I do like Jovich, their draft pick. I think he's actually really skilled. Mm-hmm. I think Oladipo, you know, another year back from the injury, he's still got some in the tank. Um, I like Max Drews, I like Martin, and I like Gabe Vincent too, and I think they can at least get to 49 wins. Um, so I'm going over on the Heat. Yeah, the the line I had, I know we're using the lines you gave us, but the line I got was 49 and a half. I went under uh, 48 and a half. I think it's the, the close. I I don't. I think this team was a Jimmy Butler made three away from you know having a chance to win it. I don't think they would be Golden State, but regardless, they got they got there. They were the ones to your right. I'm going slight under because a year older Jimmy, how old is he now? Is he? Dude, I don't know. He's 33. He's 33. 33 is when players who aren't LeBron James typically start to uh, tail off a little bit. Mm -hmm. Well, Uh, the people that aren't seven feet tall and shit. (laughs) 
Yeah, Bam is kind of regressed in terms of what we thought he would be. It was all last year too. What he did in what he did in the bubble finals and the bubble playoffs, he was looking like he was going to be a, a, a two way player that that had a chance to win Defensive Player of the Year. But he just looks soft and he looks soft in the post. He's trying to take threes now. He's expanding his range. When you're expanding your range, it typically means there's a problem. Okay, and uh, I mean you want to add tools to your toolkit, but when you're saying I'm going to shoot more threes, that usually means you want to don't want to bang around down, down low anymore. You know, when I see AD shoot a three now, I'm like, don't do it. Please don't do it. Uh, then you look at the rest of our team. I mean, the fact that Haslam still has a roster spot is absurd. I mean, I understand why he's a coach, but it's like, you know, come on. Make him a what coach. Like, just how old is he? Haslam's 42. Yeah. Like just make him I'm a Brady. coach. I don't understand. He should even know that he's hurting the team. By taking up a roster spot, like just make him a coach. It's fine. He can be. They're talking about retiring his number. They're going to retire his number. Let me tell you something. Udonis Haslam or Nick Collison, who's the more absurd number retirement? Because they're both just like the most mediocre players ever. They suck. They never were good. Whatever. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to. Collison's worse. At least Udonis. Was... Collison's worse because it wasn't even like a culture thing. Like... Yeah. Carlson was, I mean, it kind of was a culture thing, but like I slightly understand Haslam, like he's just the city, you know, but like Nick Carlson wasn't even in the same city for the whole career, you know? Oh yeah, I moved to OKC. Like that's, uh, that's crazy to me. And don't get me wrong, as an ex-Sonic, I fucking love Carlson, but no, that one's more ridiculous to me. In the, the the final thing I'll go through this, Kyle Lowry's wash, he's finished. Uh, you're basically relying on Caleb Martin uh, and Max Struess to really run that offense. And Gabe Vincent, sorry, Gabe Vincent actually will probably be the, the main starter. Your point at Olin Depot, you know, one could hope that he's going to be back and good, but he cannot play on the court with Jimmy ever. They don't, they really don't mesh well. Duncan Robinson, think, think he's hilarious. A knockdown shooter at times, but he's the biggest defensive liability in basketball. So he really yeah. can't play. And then Hero, the real wish, if you think this team's going to be as good or better than last year, or in that same thing, is this Hero needs to be better uh, in, in a way where it's like it's some actual growth. I know he's a six-man. I is he, he should be starting this year. I don't. I didn't watch their first game. Yeah. But uh, it, he's not – don't do the Manu with him, okay? Just start him. Don't get him the six-man. Make him a starter. Um, he's really good. Like, he is really good. But – uh, I want to see. I want to see a leap from him if I think this team goes over, but I don't. So I think it's under. And plus, it's just like Heat fans annoy the hell out of me. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, like I said, it's there's talent on the team. It still has to work out. I'm, but honestly, I think if I was going off of your line, like that one game does make a difference because I'm, like I said, my first comment was okay, forty nine and thirty three. Like, can I see this game going? team doing 16 games over 500 and i was like yeah i could with the 49 or the 50 and 32 it's mm -hmm. if it hits it's like the last day of the season but like i said it's just i think they're gonna win games during the dog days of the year because they're gonna give a shit and you're right that's you true know, we'll see if they stay healthy um and good coaching but yes there's they're not gonna be as good as they were last year and it's mm -hmm. really be close. And frankly, when it comes playoff time, I know 
that this whole heat culture is all for playoff time, but I think they could be a first round exit if they match up with any of the top three to four teams. Agreed. Right. Let's uh, let's try to roll through a couple more of these quickly. Um, <clears throat> Cavs. Okay. This is actually a team that would be tough to go through quickly, but 47 and a half. I'm actually going to go under on this team. I'm oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm going to go under and it's more with just the strength of the top teams than it does with them. Um, and maybe I'm a little bit biased because I watched them lose to the Raptors uh, last night, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just not sold on this team. I don't know. It seems like kind of, they had a rough end of the year last year and I know it was because of injuries, but that's also kind of like, okay, can the team stay healthy? I don't know. Um, I think we see a little bit of a regression with Garland. I think if it goes over, it's because Mobley's fucking awesome. And I think, Mm -hmm. I don't know. He seems like a guy to me that is going to get slightly better every year. And I don't know if he's going to take like a giant leap this year. We will see. We will see. Um, Now the addition of Mitchell is a big addition. So, I mean, it's a, it's another one that's going to be really close in there. Um, but could I see him going 47 and um, 47 and like 37? Yeah. Or God, that's bad math. What am I thinking? Uh, <laughs> dude, I don't know. But You're close. 47, 35. Could I say, yeah. Could I see him going 47 and 35 being 10, 12 games over 500 and still hitting that over? Yeah, I could. Um, and I think it's going to be tough. Their division is tough. So, uh yeah i'm gonna go slight under on them i do think the addition of mitchell is gonna be fun but i think last year they kind of caught lightning in a bottle for like a couple of months and then it just like the end of the year last year was ugly and it's kind of just still got some stink on it for me uh what are you thinking i kind of like the over here i think it's gonna be close i didn't bet this one either but because there's like a former staff when like Last year's over-under was like 31, and it's like if teams win 16 or something more games, the next year they never hit the over number on what it is. So I just – I listen to that, and I say, you know what, this ain't going to – Yeah, gonna that's change. exactly what I was going off of. So, uh, I mean, I really like this team defensively. I think yeah. uh, Allen, Mobley, Laverde, uh, you go down the entire uh, the entire team. I like it a lot. I think that that is the perfect team for Mitchell to go to because he is a massive defensive liability. Mm-hmm. Um, the guards are short with Mitchell and, and Garland, but the length down low is 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 uh, it makes that not that big of a deal. I think that this is the probably probably the perfect trade place for Mitchell because of because of the defense he has around him, and unlike uh, Utah with Gobert there, uh, Mobley actually can get out and guard. Yeah. I think Mobley is a top 10 asset in basketball, not a top 10 player, but a top 10 asset. And I think like in a way, uh, I think he's going to be really successful this year. I, I want to see him healthy. You know, he missed some time last year, but uh, if he, if he stays healthy and he only missed what, like 15 games or something, I think he can get his points per game up to 20, his rebounds 10. And then just, I think that there's a, with Donovan Mitchell, really, they just got basically said Sexton for Mitchell. All that other stuff will happen, and uh, marketing. All that other stuff will happen later, and I don't think that's a good trade giving up five first round picks for anybody, unless it's yeah. definitely winning a title. I don't think this team's a title contender, but I do think it's three wins better than last year. So I'm going to take the over. 
Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, they definitely did improve. I just, I don't know. I, for some reason, I can just see it being, I don't know. They are undersized in the guards. Now they are athletic. So that does help. Um, Mm -hmm. They're going to be good defensively, but just, I don't know. I'm not completely sold on them right quite yet. I got to, I got to watch them. I got to watch them a few games. I accept it. I could definitely change my opinion in two weeks and be like, holy shit, that over is going to rip. You never know. Like, Mm -hmm. and that's really on Mobley. Like if Mobley shoots up and is a top 20 to 15 player in the league, which is very possible. I mean, he could be defensive player of the year. I don't think that's going to happen yet. Could happen next Mm -hmm. year. Um, If it, if the over hits, it's because um, Mitchell fits in perfectly and Mobley is just awesome. Um, Okay, see, so I'm going under on that one. You're going over on that one. Uh, Hawks, I'm ripping the under on this one. Uh, they're at 45 and a half. Now, same for me on this one. They can go slightly above 500. Um, I think they will be right at 500. If not, maybe a little bit under. Uh, Trey, terrible at defense. I do like the addition of Murray. It does help them out uh, with defense in the backcourt. But I just don't know how much they add. He adds Hunter can't stay healthy. Their bench is fucking terrible. And I just don't know what I'm getting from John Collins. So I'm ripping the under on that one. Um, that could possibly be a lock for me. I'm really not in on this Hawks team. I'm actually out. Uh, what's your thoughts? Um, I'll be fast on this. I'm, I'm out too. I don't think they're that good of a team. Uh, they got two holidays on this team. Neither of them are Drew. They have just yeah. <laughs> so uh, they don't have the, the the one that they want. Uh, Culver has been an absolute bust. I think this is yeah. the second team. I know that. I know. I'm just looking at the roster right now. Capella, you know, led the league of rebounds last year. Doesn't is not it's that because they missed a lot of shots. Yeah, and I like you said they lost Herder. Yeah, I know. Like you said with uh, like you said with Murray, it's a good pickup. I mean. His numbers don't really matter to me because he played on the Spurs. And I know the Spurs last year, not this year's Spurs, but like it's not a good team. So somebody will put up numbers wherever. You know, you had uh uh who was the guy on the Pistons that was scoring like 23 a game? Was that Grant? Oh, Jeremy Grant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, somebody it's not like somebody these guys has to score. Yeah, they're not gonna score 40 points a game. Okay. So it's like <laughs> like of course they're gonna put up numbers. And I think those are just random box scores. I've never been a fan of Trey Young. I think he's fun to watch. I just think that um he's like the ultimate uh diet Steph Curry. And it's like, you know, and people people make it seem like he's this elite guy. I'm gonna say, like, look at his three-point percentage. He's a 35% career three-point shooter. All right, so yeah, both ripping the under on the Hawks. Let's move on to our fellows north of the border. I don't know why I did a British accent for a Canadian team, but the Toronto Raptors, the fighting nurses, um, their over-under is 45 and a half. I am going over on this team. It's also kind of like the heat for me, and I still get three three less games that they got to win. Um, I love Scotty Barnes. I think Siakam could still be in that top 20 player um, conversation. Still got FVV, OG Ananobi. I do like Coloco, the rookie out of Arizona for them. I really liked him in college. I think he can be a solid role player. Of course, you still got Gary Trent, Boucher, Thaddeus Young, who I actually kind of wanted on the Celtics for a little bit um, last year. 
And so deep team, they're going to play well together. Well, Fred Van Vliet. and yeah, I think 46 wins is just, well, yeah, I think 46 wins is just an easy total they can get to. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Last year they won 48. Uh, don't know why they take a step back. Yeah. Pascal was third team all NBA. Scotty Barnes is a year older. Uh, I was wrong about Scotty Barnes. I thought he was going to, I couldn't believe they took him over, uh, over Jalen Suggs. I was like, Oh, that's a bad pick. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I trust him. And like you said about, uh, Koloku, um, surprised he slipped to the second round. Honestly, I know he's old, but like he was really good at Arizona. I know college stats mean nothing. And so he didn't have great stats, but like I watched a lot of Arizona because I had a lot of money on Arizona last year throughout the, throughout the season. And uh, he's a you know big what? dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a monster, and uh, I like this team a lot. I mean, again, um, I don't think you named Fred Van Vliet. Maybe you did. Maybe I'm just an idiot. I did. But, I said okay. F. I said FVV. Mm, see, yep, I'm an idiot. Mm. I want to hear the re. I want to hear the whole name. Malachi Sp- Flynn. Sound it out for me. Uh, then I like this team though, and so I'm. I'm gonna be honest. I'm going the over. I bet this one. Yeah. I would be surprised if they don't win. Uh, if they don't win as many games as they did last year, there's nothing stopping them. Nick Nurse is a top five coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, you know, I think uh, jury Masai, probably the best GM in, in basketball. It's him or uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy for the Warriors. Can't think of it. Uh, oh, shit. Okay. Bob, Bob Myers. There you go. Oh. Is it Bob Myers? Yeah. It is, right? I No, it's oh. No, it, it's Bob Myers. Okay, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of their GM. That's Bob No, it is Bob Myers. They're, they're, I'm thinking of, I was thinking I was thinking of their owner. Mhm. Yeah. Oh, I don't, oh we, didn't, we didn't even we didn't even, I didn't even mention Precious. Precious yeah, Precious Precious Achua. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Give me that over. He was he was a complete throw in um from the Heat, right? It was the Heat and mm-hmm. he's a good player, good young player. So yeah, that was. I I like the Raptors. Oh, oh, oh. give me the Raps. Um, yeah, I think Raps easy over. I could see them being closer to fifty than they are to forty-five. Um, so yeah, I like the Raptors a lot, and they just went out and beat the Heat. So they kind of proved that they are for real already. Bulls. 41 and a half. I sat and looked at this one for a while. Now, I'm actually going to take an over on them, even though the end of last year was really weird. I am still going to take the over on them because all they have to do is go 42 and 40. Just two games over 500. Look, these teams are going to be tanking. They are not going to be tanking. They don't, they don't have any incentive to they, they, they can't do shit if they want to go in the draft. So they are going to be trying the entire year long. DeRozan mm-hmm. looked good last night. Um, Vooch is still there. Uh, you know, this roster was really good when healthy last year. Like, they were really good when they were healthy last year. Lonzo, we'll see about him. That's a little concerning, but they'll get him back at some point. Levine. Billy Donovan is a really good coach. Well, I'll go good coach. I won't go really good, but he's a good coach. Um, they picked up Drummond. I actually think Drummond still has something left in the tank. I don't think that's just nothing. I think he can still be a body in there and 
you know, if you got to have a little bit of rim protection and some rebounding, you can throw him in there in a game where the matchup's right. Uh, I love Caruso. Patrick Williams is going to be healthier, have more of a season. And they still got Kobe White and they got Dragic for some uh, veteran leadership. And Ayo Desanmu. I, you know, he's not, he's not nothing. So I think this team is deep. Billy Donovan's a good coach. And all they got to do is go two games for 500. And they will be trying their ass off because they have no reason to tank. So I'm going uh, over on Bulls. Yeah, that trade uh, for Vucevic looks like a terrible trade no matter what. Because yeah. Franz Wagner, we're going to talk about uh, it in the future. Uh, uh, my big concern is Lonzo. I honestly think his career is probably going to be cut short pretty, pretty quickly. It seems like it's a chronic injury that, um, you know, when he was, when he's healthy, he's been pretty good, like a great yeah. defender and a, and a, and a good, and a good point guard, a good signal caller, as they say in the, in the backseat quarterbacks over here. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm cl- like, this one's hard. I, I wouldn't touch this because yeah. I think around 500 is where they'll end up, whether that's 42 or 40, you know, that's like, that line is like, you know, it's, it's basically, I think, it, I think it's pretty spot on. I, I'm going to, I'm going to say slight under, but just because I, I think the Lonzo injuries, I don't know if Lonzo's going to play basketball this year. Um, DeRozan will have some regression. Like he, he was for about two months there, like the MVP front runner, you know, like he's not, he's not going to be that uh, this year. Uh, that's really it. I have no real opinion on this. Billy Donovan, you know, you said, he, you said good coach. Uh, good hairline for Donovan, as you see. We, we yeah, yeah, there you go. The, the, same the widow, the widows yeah. are peaking. He 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 should go to Turkey for a year, or not a year. I, I guess like the hair surgery takes like thirty minutes. Just go go into exile for a year into Turkey, <laughs> stay in Istanbul, and then come back and you have the hairline. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh, coach, coach from Istanbul. Um, pull, a, yeah. pull a Brian Erlacher. No, oh my God. <laughs> Show up with hair one day. That's just terrible. You can't go bald and have the hair. You can't be bald your entire career and then show up when you're retired with a full head of hair. Whose decision was that? Did he make that decision for himself? I don't know, man. It's the same person that made the decision for Sean Payton to wear a visor on ESPN. I hate Sean Payton. You know, talk about talk about fat phobia, okay? Him and Mike McCarthy have identical careers, him and Sean Payton. And Sean Payton is this, like, mythical offensive Oh, weakness. please. Sean Payton's so much of a better coach. He had Drew Brees. The other guy oh, had Aaron my Rogers God. Well, hey, McCarthy had Aaron Rodgers. I'll tell you this. Guess what? With Drew Brees, three straight years, Sean Payton missed the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. Drew Brees is prime. Think about it. I don't think McCarthy ever missed the playoffs with Aaron Rodgers healthy. But uh, whatever. Who am I? One of them is in. One of them's on fat. All right. Well, we're on the break. The Chicago Bears aren't good, and the Bulls might not be either. So, are you going? What are you going on this one? I'm going slide under. Slide under. Slide under. Yeah, that's fair. This one was tough for me. I just thought, you know, with teams tanking at the end of the year and they have no reason to, there's just going to be some freebies there at the end. Um. So yeah, that's fair. Knicks thirty eight and a half. You know what? I they can't tank because the front office needs it. The players, I don't think, want to. They did upgrade at point guard. They did get Brunson. Julius Randle is not going to have to play point guard anymore, so I expect at least something better out of him. Um, I do love RJ Barrett, Fournier. a good shooter, and I like quickly as well, too. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what to do on this one. 
for the Knicks because I think they are going to win 38 games, maybe 39, which is right where the over-under is. Like I said, I maybe I'll go over on them too as well, but it would only be because they win 39 games. Um, I honestly – I didn't even write down an over and under for myself on this one because I couldn't decide. Um, I think they're going to be right there because they're another team that isn't going to tank because they can't. So um, I guess maybe I'll go under just because it is the Knicks and it's always just safer to go under on the Knicks. So I'll go under. But – I'm going slide over. Um, yeah. I think this team – Last year, what were they last year? They were 37 and 45. So this is one and a half games better. Yeah. Uh, this team is better. I mean, RJ Barrett looks like a legitimately good player and a future all-star. I like the Brunson signing. Uh, I don't like the Brunson signing for the money that he got, but I do think that he is, um, you know, he's a he is a very good point, a very good guard in this league, point guard, shooting guard, wherever you want to put him. And uh, you know, he balled out with Dallas at last year especially in that the last two playoffs and uh it really got him paid i think or last year's playoffs i think he averaged like 22 points a game um yeah. and then i think julius randall only was, scores 16 points a game last year though but it could have been his breakout in the playoffs and now we see him jump up to 22 yeah he got way too much money now that i'm looking at it i think yeah, julius randall is in the middle of what he did in 2020, where he was like a legitimately top 10 player in the in the league, top top 15, probably top 10, 24 and 10, uh, and six assists. I'm looking at stats now. And yeah. I think he's in between last year and his good year. Like last year, it was a big letdown. He shot bad. God, he shot bad. Uh, and all the numbers were down across the board. And then the year before, he was probably he, – he was, you know, he went, he went comically stupid. He was really good. Uh, so I think he's about in between. I think he'll be better this year. And, you know, Fournier is okay. We, we can go through all the – I like the Cam Reddish edition, honestly. I think he still has something in the tank. He almost – he sent the game over. I'm out on Cam Reddish. And sent the game into overtime last night. Uh, that's, a, that's, an, that's another thing for me is, too, with the, the bench. I just – I don't know. I mean, what is Obi Toppin? Like, I just – I don't know. I like real. <clears throat> uh, I like Mitchell Robinson. But, the, but I'll, I'll say this. Derek Rose back healthy. Uh, and can't, like I said, I had, I'll tell you this. I had Memphis minus four last night, lost that. Look at, look what they won. They won by three. Uh, I lost $700 just for Drew. Uh, Jesus. I said, just, it. Another, just another Wednesday night. Just another Wednesday night. Um, but, uh, Monday. Yeah. Well, I'm about to go to the casino after this and lay, lay down some bets Thursday night football. Anyways. Uh, it, I like the slide over here. I think they're one or two games better than last year. Yeah. Thibodeau, this will be his last year coaching there. Uh, that's it, the other it, thing. It, I hate Tibbs. I just can't do it. He should really be on a one-year loan around the league. First year Tibbs. He's always great with the team in that first year. He should just go to teams that need to like make every a, year just new team for a year, just a new team, just like, like an on on lease, a leased out coach. He just knows he's gonna be moving around. He just tells the kids, the wife, hey, you guys stay in like I don't know somewhere central, maybe Nebraska, and then he just, you know, and then he just stops in Nebraska while he's flying across the country all the time. I don't know. But if he starts this next year, if he starts coaching one team new every year, uh, by the time he coaches the rest of the NBA, he would be 92. I like the idea. 
I'm all in. Oh man. Every it's team like, needs Tibbs for one year. He's on the he's on the verge of being dead. Just like first year Tibbs. Let's get yeah. I'm like playing 45 him. minutes a game. We'll see. I don't know. Um yeah. I mean, like you said though, they only have to go 39 and 45. So very they don't even have to be that good. So I I'll see it. from I'm just, you know, if I was a betting person, it's always safer to bet against the Knicks. All right, let's move on to our nation's capital, the Wizards. Um, over under is 35 and a half, which is low, but I'm still going to go under because just I don't know what they are. Here's the four players that I legitimately think um, should even be in the NBA, and it's Kyle Kuzma, Bradley Beal, Porzingis, and Will Barton, and two of them are going to be starting when they would – be on the bench for any team that you know even wants to win so i'm gonna go under i think i don't know please just trade beal i don't know it's so hard to trade him at this point but god just bottom out just tank i don't know what they're these like 35 win seasons are just death to a franchise you can't keep drafting 10 it looks like their draft pick, uh, Jimmy, um, or not Johnny, uh, the guy from Davis. Wisconsin, was Johnny name? Davis. Johnny Davis. Um, hearing that he can't shoot um, as a shooting guard, so that's really concerning. Thirty percent from the three point line in last year in college. Oh yeah, awesome! How many good three point shooters in college have I seen that couldn't shoot for worse shit in the NBA? Uh, I'm going under. I think. Maybe this is the year that finally breaks them and they decide to tank, finally get Beal out of there. What are your thoughts? Under, I think Beal gets traded either this year or next. I mean, but that doesn't matter if it's next year. I don't know if he can be traded this year because of the extension. But uh, it's true. No, you know what? When players resign with these terrible teams, and I, I will never criticize somebody getting paid, but it's like he doesn't care about basketball. He's just no. getting the money. That's fine. You're just going to enjoy Washington, D.C., the DMV. Uh, it's okay, you know, but I'm under. I really have nothing more to really add. I, I think that you're right. This team just picking 10th every year, it's terrible. Oh, um, just bottom out. You know who I like on this team, though? Corey Kispert and Rui Hachimara, a couple Gonzaga legends, huh? Corey Kis- and here's the thing. Corey Kispert's hurt. And Rui, I actually, I actually thought Rui was going to be like – and actually like, you know, like a um, – Kind of like a Zubat, like center in the league, where like above average, if you just need a guy to be there, you know, and you got good wings, I thought he could do that. He can't. Um, so, yeah, poor Rui. I think he's a really nice guy, and uh, you know, Kanichiwa. So decent numbers, decent numbers actually. Decent numbers, but like you said, with uh, Murray and Spurs, it's like somebody's got to do something, especially when they had. Um, Bryant, you know, he was Thomas Bryant, yeah, and he got hurt, so it was a lot of Hachimura in a any, any chance Chris Stapps is okay? Yeah, there's there's a chance. I think I wouldn't be surprised if he puts up 18 a game this year. You know, that'd be, that'd be a drop off from last year. He had 22 a game last year, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I, I get it, I get it, I get it. I uh. How many I games think did he play last year, though? 
he played 17 with Washington, but he played 34 with Dallas. So he played, you know, he played 55 games. That's wrong math, but something like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They, he scored. Yeah. That's hard. Whatever. They're under. Um, Okay. Charlotte, another under that's going to fucking rip. They're at 33 and a half. This one I bet my life on. Um, First of all, let's start with the fact that they hired a coach that they fired uh, four years ago. Hmm. That's insane. Um, They, uh, Bridges is, uh, they, that hurt them. He's a piece of shit. Um, So no Bridges. Don't think they'll be getting him back this year. Uh, Hayward is already hurt. Uh, they do have Terry Rozier, Kelly Oubre, uh, a couple of decent role players that will now be in very prominent starting roles. So that's always great for a team. And Book Knight got his uh, fifth DUI or reckless driving in the last two years. So I don't expect him to be on the team. And their best player, you know, is kind of just a highlight reel. So we'll see. I'm ripping the under here. I think halfway through the year they pack it in. Give Lonzo the uh, SGA treatment. Tell him, go home, rest up, see you next year, and we're going to try to get Vic. So I'm going under. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be bad enough to be the first pick. I think you're right on the under. Uh, James Booknight, here was the, here's the headline for his, uh, his DUI. Uh, <laughs> where is it? Oh, Somebody give uh, this guy his keys. He was, he was, uh, he was asleep in a parking lot oh. at, at, uh, 1244 at the time of his arrest that's what it says he had a 44 millimeter gun a glock 23 and a bag of doritos well i even had the bag of doritos in there and a but, bag was, of doritos. but it was at practice the following day so um well, i don't know, know. functioning <laughs> yeah he was you know no hangover lucky hey james listen you're only 22 Wait two years and try that, okay? You're gonna wake up the next day in a, in a fever dream. I'm gonna tell you, I woke up a few days ago. Ooh, that was <laughs> that was when I, I I fell out of the bed and was like, <sighs> I didn't know where I was. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> looked like uh, D Wade uh, in that commercial. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I like Lamelo a lot. I think he's actually great. This the rest of this team, uh, it's just guys, and you know, like you, I like Terry Rozier, sure. Um, Gordon Hayward is past it but like at least he's still playable uh kelly Ubre can shoot isn't he you always gotta have a plumley you gotta always have a have a plumley what's up isn't um hayward already dealing with injuries i don't know if he's hurt right now he might he I, might be he might be hurt. i thought he was already i'll hurt. be honest i have no idea what's happening with the charlotte hornets so <laughs> like but uh, yeah, we, both, we both agree under okay let's get um to some actual interesting teams because Charlotte, it's not going to be that fun to watch. Um, Pistons, I'm going to go over. They did come back and beat the Magic last night, which I actually was surprised because um, I thought the um, I thought the Magic were going to win. To be honest, uh, I love Cade Cunningham. Who doesn't score? Uh, Sadiq Bay got to be better than he was last year. Um, I do have a little bit of faith in him. I like Jalen Duran, their pick as well too, young guy. Um, they went out and got Bogdanovich. I do like that as well, too. Jaden Ivey, we'll see. Going into the draft, it was unbelievable that he did drop to them. Now, I'm not loving what I've seen so far, but it's super early, and it's not like it's, it hasn't been a train wreck. Um, slightly went out and got uh, – or not slightly, quietly got uh, New Orleans Noel. 
NBA player for sure. Um, Isaiah Stewart as well, too. Another decent body in there. And Corey Joseph looked like he was 25 last night, not 31. So that was interesting. Um, but I do like their team. I like their coach. Um, and I think if all they got to do is get to 30 and 52, I'll take it. I like them. Um, they're not going to be good. They're not going to be in the run for the plan. Maybe. Never know. Unless Kate really steps it up. But uh, I, I like the over here. I think they could easily get to 32, 33 wins, if not mid-30s. Uh, yeah, it's 33 and a half, right? Is that what, is that what it is? Mine is yeah, 29 30. and a half. Oh, yeah. and they won. Okay. Yeah. 29. I see that 29 and a half. Um, so they won 23 games last year. So that'd be seven more games. Um, I'm going slight under, and okay. I honestly think this team, this team might stink because this team has its draft pick, right? Yeah, they do. And, you know, you want to be – this is a team that wants to be in the running for Victor and Fair for enough. Speed. And, uh, honestly, it's just like that. I like Jaden Ivey. I like uh, Jalen Duran. I think those are two impact players that both are good picks. And uh, I think Kate Cunningham's really good. Like, I think he's got a chance to be um, an all-NBA-type point guard. And mm-hmm. he, he's already uh, elite at passing. He's already really good. And uh, defense, he's a, he's a good player, right? He's a good player. So I think he's going to be good. But I think that after that, you're right. You go through this roster. It's not that it's not that bad, right, realistically. Uh, I just think that they're you're right. They're still right. in the midst of, like, I want to build something better. So 30 wins or 28 wins, whatever it ends up being, uh, it's going to be close. I don't think they're going to be bad enough to be bad, bad, like, like uh, yeah. the Jazz, the Spurs and whatnot. But I just don't think they're going to really want to be – uh, yeah, want to be want to be battling for the plan this year. Although I think it's either one or the other. I think it's that they're actually like they blow by that number, or they're slightly under. I don't think it's going to be like oh we won twenty nine games, way to go. Yeah, no, and you're right. 30. I probably should have taken that into account because like if they're not going to be good, why be anywhere near average? You know, <clears throat> like I could see them pulling a thunder and being like oh no, Cade has a hurt finger he's going to be out for the rest of the year. And because like I said, you know, if you can even get one of those top three picks, you're probably bringing in like a guy who could potentially be an all-star. So you're right. Why try? Um, I guess I'm just looking at the talent of the team and looking at them like realistically of like what they should be. Mm -hmm. You know, you might've changed my mind there because you're right. Like if you're only going to be like, max out at 35 wins why would you not just rest guys and try to go get a generational talent to to add with the guy you might already have so you might have swayed me on that one all right a magic 26 and a half um once again i went with an over slight over because i still think that you because at 26 and a half you can win probably 27 games and still be right in the running for the number one pick and mm-hmm. um i love paolo i love walk uh franz um i isaac is gonna be back jonathan isaac i think fultz still definitely can turn into like a good role player like i actually do kind of have some hope for him i felt like he just got a shit deal in uh philly Suggs can't be worse than last year i mean jesus uh-huh. 
So um, he dealt with injuries. And then I'd like Wendell Carter. You still got Terrence Ross. And then Mo Bamba and Cole Anthony aren't aren't nothing. And they finished the end of last year really well. Now, you could be right. I, they could hit the under strictly because, hey, look, Scoot and Victor are sitting right there, and it's not like you're going to be competing for anything anyway. So you might start shutting guys down or having slight injuries that last two months. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, go a slight over just because I think 26 and a half is super low, one of the lowest in the NBA. And I think that this Wagner Paolo combo is going to be really good. Yeah. You know, I'm over on this. And actually, I think it's kind of a lock. I, yeah. Unlike Detroit, where Detroit has guys, I actually think the makeup of this team is really good. But, they, uh, but the Magic have like two to three guys that could be like top end guys. That's what I'm saying. That's Pistons what I'm saying. Only yeah. have, Pistons only have one. Yeah, I think Paolo is probably going to win the Rookie of the Year this year. I he mean, looked fucking awesome last night. Yeah, he did, and uh, he was really NBA ready already. In mm-hmm. uh, in uh, as he's watched at Duke, I think. Honestly, I'm not even kidding here. I think uh, last year's draft is going to be good. Mo- Duh. But Mobley, Cade Cunningham, uh, Scotty Barnes, Franz Wagner. And uh, this looks Wagner. like a second. They got, they got okay. both of them, you know? They got- yeah, they have the, they have the, the Wagner brothers. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at what he did last year. He shot good. He averaged 15 points. Uh, he is, you know, they got him with their second pick last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got Suggs first. This guy was clearly better than Suggs. Um, you're right. Suggs was – it's hard to be worse than Suggs. I think Wendell Carter still has at least maybe something in the tank. I mean, he's young. Uh, he was, I think he's got another step up. Yeah, he was not good with Chicago. I'm looking at his numbers last year when he got traded um, to Orlando. There's 15 and 10. I mean, that's fine. Um, really, they're playing with house money this year, and uh, – because they already won that trade by getting Wagner for uh, for Vucevic uh, and the Bulls. God. And so I mean, and I, they still got we'll they still got the Bulls pick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. You know, it, exactly. like like we said on the Bulls, if things go wrong there, you know, that could still be a top ten pick. Yeah, I'm over. I'm over on the Magic. I think they they I think they can actually be a playing team. Yeah, and I think with that's a team I think can be. I think with Wagner and with Paolo, like yes, Victor and Scoot are very, very enticing prospects, but they've also got the thing where they're like, okay, we might have a guy that like could be one of you know, in two in two, three years, be one of the five to six guys that actually matter in the league. So mm-hmm. why why would we not want to start building a winning culture already? Um, so yeah, I think that over rips. Um, only thing I could see is if one of the young guys do get hurt and they pack it in, but you can't do this thing. <laughs> Everybody's packing it in. Yeah. You can't do this based on injuries. All right, let's wrap it up. Pacers 23 and a half. I think that's the lowest over under in the league. Uh, I think the Spurs are 22 and a half. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. No, the Spurs are going to be the worst team in the league. They don't, that's Yeah. Amazing tank by Popovich. That's that. Respectable. Dude, they noticed the uh, Victor Wenbanyama thing coming from a mile away and just started just 
uh, Vassal and Murray and and uh, yeah, they just started getting rid of everybody. Anyway, um, Pacers twenty three and a half under. Um, they're definitely packing it in. Don't see any reason why not to. Um, they're gonna suck, and they might as well suck as bad as they can and get in those sweepstakes. So I'm going confident under on twenty three. Yeah, I think the Pacers. It's gonna be Pacers, Spurs, or Jazz. Uh, more so Pacers or Spurs that have the worst record in basketball. I think you go and look at what they did last year. They were 25 and 37. Okay. This is they two less. Games. Yeah. This is, yeah. They got worse. And they're also going to trade buddy healed. They're also going to trade miles. Um, Turner. Miles Turner. They're also going to probably move um, Tyrese Halliburton. I know that he might be there for the long term, but like, you know, they're going to, they want draft capital because they want that first pick. Now the only question with, so they're the under the only question with them is, if they get the first pick and you're uh your your uh, Wimby right there, you gotta talk to somebody and say I'm not playing in Indiana, I'm not going there. Yeah, I'm sorry, you're not getting me there. That's all I'd say. But who knows if he he'll do that? He does have the pull. I'm serious. Would you pull rather have Eli? Celtics, would you rather have the Celtics win the title this year or um have Wimby Yama? Celtics win the title. I take Wimby. What, dude? I keep the whole team, but then I'm adding Wimbayama. You got Tatum and Wimbayama for next time. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like win the title or like suck and get Wimbayama. No, I'm saying like they just won't win it this year, but they're getting Wimbayama. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he's going to be so good. Because if he is what he's projected to be, it's, it's with the team we have, it's five titles. I think, um, Somebody can go up behind Wimbyama and slash both his Achilles and take a baseball bat to his knees, and he'd still be the first pick. Just he could pull a fucking Paul George USA team or Kevin Kevin Ware Louisville and teams. Oh like yeah, that. he's the first pick. He's so good. He's gonna be incredible. He's unbelievable. Um, it will be. It's gonna be fun to watch. Not. I mean, it's not gonna be fun. It's gonna be hilarious to watch what some of these teams do to be bad. Yeah, there's going to be a couple in here that I'm not thinking of that, like, it could get really weird. It could get really weird. I'm looking at this Pacers team. It's actually insane. Dude, look at the Spurs roster. Yeah, the, Spur- the Spurs are even worse. Yeah, I honestly Spurs don't. Is, I can't I, name one player on the Spurs, I don't think, off the top of my head. I don't head. know if the Spurs are going to get to 10 wins. I mean, they will just because of pop, but, like. I'm looking for the Spurs real quick. It's bad, dude. Their best player is um, Vassell. Oh, my God. Gorgi Dang, Zach Collins, Jacob Patel, Doug McDermott. Pertle. Patel, Jesus Christ, I'm an idiot. Uh, Please cut that. Uh, I'm I'm taking Doug Doug McDermott every over every game. Dougie McBuckets, he's back. No, honestly, he could he could have the weirdest twenty five a game season that we've ever seen in the history of the. I'm an all star. I'm not gonna, yeah, dude. If the Spurs send an all star just because they have some guy putting up like fifty shots a game, <laughs> that would be hilarious. Who they lose to they lost by twenty seven points to Charlotte. Yeah, this is gonna be an amazing tank season, dude. It's gonna be like I don't know. I would I would almost put money that they're not gonna get to fifteen let alone 22. I mean, They're going to the first pick. They're cheating. They're going to cheat. Yeah. All right. cheat. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a fun season. All right. Thank you, Sterling, so much for coming on. Let's wrap it up here. 
Um, we're you, brother. Five minutes, people are going to fucking probably not even get to this point. So we can say whatever the fuck we want. Um, uh, let's see. Bush did. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, all right. Well, my friend, uh, always good talking sports with you, especially hoops. Likewise. And thank you, everybody, for listening to the podcast. Uh, of course, subscribe. And uh, Sterling, plug yourself real quick. Backseat quarterbacks, I agree. 50 minutes is a perfect time. Uh, my NFL preview this year with Benny and Steve went three hours and like 30 or something like that, which is just hilarious because nobody needs people that listen to that whole thing. God bless you. Honestly, you should never give me three hours of your time. 50 <laughs> minutes is a, is a good enough time. If I ever do that again, someone punch me in the face because I am not that important. But yes, backseat quarterbacks. Uh, then yeah, just Sterling Redkey Twitter, Sterkeley's Instagram, everything. You know, Sterling Redkey TikTok. I'm trying to get TikTok active. You know, TikTok, I posted TikTok, 600 views. What the hell is this about? Uh, 2,000 views. I love TikTok. My favorite thing. I don't know. You got to do those dances, you know, the, the elbow. I'm about to start. Sterling Redke, be real, by the way. I'm always oh, real. And if you add me and you go late, I say, damn, you fake it out. You ain't real. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll end it on thank- that. Thanks to everybody listening to the pod. Like, subscribe, share it with your friends, share it with your grandma. And, uh, Stay tuned next week. We won't be doing uh, any more over-unders. We will be actually talking real games. So it'll get more exciting and a little bit more condensed next time. So stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening and happy hoop season.